the end zone, has a man open, touchdown, Justin Blackman. of Locked On Pokes. I'm your host, Colby Powell. Glad everyone's with me on this Monday. I hope you had a great weekend. Hope everybody enjoyed the last dance last night. I know I did. It was kind of nice to watch something take your mind off everything. And and it was weird because one thing I think about watching sports is we we all kind of watch sports live. Sports aren't something you really watch recorded. It's the only thing you really watch live. So even as these new shows have been coming out, Tiger King and Ozark, and everybody's been tweeting about them and stuff, and it's been fun. But Last night, I feel like, was the first time since sports were canceled that we all sat down together, we watched a program at the same time, we all reacted to it at the same time, especially on Twitter is where I was mostly at. So that was a lot of fun. hope everybody enjoyed that and had a good weekend. Everybody hit me up on Twitter at Colby J. Powell at Locked on Pokes. You can also find our partners, Boone Pick and State. That's at BP underscore state on Twitter. You can search on Facebook and Instagram for Boone Pickens State and head over to LockedOnPodcast.com. Check out everything the Locked On Podcast Network has to offer. This is a big week to uh, make your way around the Locked On Podcast Network because it is the week of the NFL Draft. We are just a few short days away. Thursday night at 7 o'clock our time here in Oklahoma is uh, when the draft will start. So we've got a lot to talk about this week as far as the draft is concerned, seeing where A.J. Green could wind up, and then just some general draft stuff as well, seeing how the Big 12 fares. Uh, You you know, high school kids, they want to play pro ball. And how how you recruit, you tell a kid who's 16 years old, look, you come here, we're going to send you to the NFL. So uh, hopefully the Big 12 does well. Hopefully A.J. Green gets a a decent draft position, and then we'll see what it looks like going forward for Oklahoma State with guys like Chuba Hubbard, Tyler Wallace, those kind of guys. So uh, anyway, we'll talk some some more football a little bit later on in today's show. Right now I want to talk a little bit of basketball. I want to play you some Mike Boynton because Mike Boynton has done a phenomenal job recruiting this offseason. Obviously, landing Cade Cunningham was the biggest domino. There's there's no doubt about that. Landing Cade Cunningham was huge. It has allowed Mike Boynton now to get other guys to come in who want to play with Cade to fill out this recruiting class. One of those guys is Matthew Alexander Moncrief. Matthew Alexander Moncrief is a four-star. He is from Canada. Uh, supposed to be a really good player. And here's what Mike Boynton had to say. Mike Boynton did a little conference call last week with some journalists. I know Nate Fakin, Gary Nimick were on. I'm not sure who else was on it. But uh, Nate Fakin actually tweeted this out. Uh, and it's Mike Boynton essentially praising Matthew Alexander Moncrief. So here is the Cowboy basketball head coach. Matthew Alexander Moncrief was a U.S. high school basketball player. He would be a top 20 player in the country. He is really, really good. Um, the thing that I like the most is he he wants to be the best he can be. And, and nothing else matters. Uh, he doesn't care what position he plays or, um, you know, how hard he has to work or what sacrifices he has to make. Uh, he just wants to work and, and will himself to being the best he's capable of. And I think because of that attitude, because of that approach, he'll, he'll get pretty close to, to maximizing his ability. Uh, from a pure basketball standpoint, he continues to add to our length, our range, our athleticism, our defensive versatility. Uh, but talk about a kid from a great family, a great program in Orangeville. Um, coached hard, uh, so nothing's going to really shock him. Um, 
and he's he's a guy who understands in some ways similar to Rondell that right now when he steps on the court, his best ability to impact the game is on the defensive end. Some of the other stuff he has to continue to learn. Uh, but when you got guys who walk in the door and like relishing the opportunity to be defensive stoppers, um, you got something that you can build with. That's Mike Boynton talking about Cowboy commit Matthew Alexander Moncrief. And, you know, it's interesting what he said right there at the beginning. If you didn't catch it, it was as soon as it came on. He said, if Matthew Alexander Moncrief were, were a USA basketball player, he would be a top 20 recruit in the country. And it's interesting that he says that because, you know, he is from Canada. It's a different level of ball up there. And, you know, guys probably don't get the same rankings. There, there aren't nearly as many eyeballs on them. Where else has Oklahoma State gotten somebody who was undervalued out of Canada? I'm trying to think. Because, you know, you don't have as many eyes on you. It's a little bit different level of competition. Who else? That's right. Chuba Hubbard came from Canada. And Chuba Hubbard, you remember, he almost committed to Colorado State right off the jump because he didn't think that he was going to get any better offers. Then Oklahoma State offers. All of a sudden, he's got offers from everybody in the country. And and then he decides to go to Oklahoma State because that's just what he liked and that's where he's committed. And he didn't know he could do anything else, and that's just what he wanted to do, and it's worked out great for him. Now, Matthew Alexander Moncrief, uh, I'm sure, knew what his options were and decided to go to Oklahoma State, but it's interesting that he brings up that bit about him being from Canada in uh, relation to, to to where his recruiting ranking stands. So, again, Mike Boynton has done a phenomenal job putting together an elite recruiting class, uh, and it'll be fun to see the Cowboys take the court next season. Uh, I want to talk about the NFL draft. I want to talk about positional rankings on the other side. I want to look at... You know, positions pretty much across the board and see where the Big 12 is stacking up. I've got the top five rankings at pretty much every position. Um, offense, we've got uh, wide receiver, running back, quarterback, uh, offensive lineman, interior offensive lineman, interior defensive lineman, edge rushers, linebackers, corners, safeties. We've got it all. I want to give you the top five at each position and see how many Big 12 guys make that list. Because again, High school players, they want to play pro ball. They're making business decisions when they decide where to go to college. So you should make a business decision and head on over to Simply Green Pharmacy in Stillwater. Simply Green Pharmacy. By the way, happy holiday. Happy 420, everybody. Head on over to Simply Green in Stillwater. They will get you taken care of. Specials all day long. Uh, you got a couple different options. Make sure that you're being clean. You can call them. You can do curbside pickup, all that good stuff. Uh, they are taking care of you, the patient, at Simply Green. So head that way. Tell them Locked On Polk sent you. It's at 617 East Redbud Drive in Stillwater. You can also visit them online at livesgf.com. All right, glad everyone is with me talking uh, NFL draft as it relates to the Big 12 coming up next here on Locked On Pokes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back, everybody, to Locked on Pokes. I'm your host, Colby Powell, with you as always. Hit me up on Twitter, at Colby J. Powell, at Locked on Pokes. Let me know, did you watch The Last Dance? What did you think of it? Are you looking forward to the NFL draft? All that good stuff. Let me know on Twitter, at Colby J. Powell, at Locked on Pokes. All right, I want to go through the position rankings for the NFL draft, uh, see where the Big 12 stands. Obviously, we know on the offensive side of the ball, the Big 12 has had much more success recently. Uh, OU in particular, obviously, with Baker Mayfield and Kyler Murray going 
going number one overall in back-to-back drafts. Uh, helped Oklahoma. Don't know how much it really helped the Big 12. Uh, the Big 12 is getting some love this year on the receiver position, though. So, uh, quarterback rankings. By the way, I'm getting my rankings. This is on fromthestadium.com. Fromthestadium.com. It's a new site. Uh, I write for them covering all sports. I was writing for From the Back Tees, doing some golf stuff, and now transition uh, into covering all sports at fromthestadium.com. So, if you haven't checked that out, highly recommend it. It's it's a great website. Uh, I love working with them and providing some some great content. Uh, I had a fun piece that went up uh, Saturday about Tua pretty much making fun of anyone who has Tua off their draft board um, because of injury concerns. It's football. There are injury concerns for everyone. So anyway, go check that out from the stadium.com. So positional rankings for the 2020 NFL draft. Whenever you look at the quarterbacks at from the stadium, uh, this is how they're ranked. Joe Burrow won. Tua Tungavailoa, two. Justin Herbert, three. Jordan Love, four. Jacob Eason, five. So Joe Burrow, obviously. Tua, obviously. Both absolute studs. Uh, I think that they're both kind of can't miss guys. I think they're both going to be really good players in the NFL. After that, it's anybody's guess. There's been a lot of Jordan Love love this offseason. You know, I saw something the other day about the Patriots taking him to be the new heir apparent to the throne. I I don't know. We'll we'll see uh, what happens with the guys below that. But uh, Justin Herbert, I'm not real high on. Jacob Eason, I'm not real high on. If the Dolphins take Justin Herbert over two, I think that would be a huge mistake. So let's go down to running back now. See if we can find. So again, that's 0 for 5 looking for uh, looking for Big 12 schools. We've got a couple SEC, a couple Pac-12, and a Mountain West, Utah State, Mountain West, right? Yeah, I think so. Uh, so that's the quarterback rankings at running back. We've got DeAndre Swift from Georgia, Jonathan Taylor from Wisconsin, Clyde Edward Delair from LSU, Zach Moss from Utah, and Cam Akers from FSU. So, what do we have there? We've got an ACC, we've got a Pac-12, we've got a Big Ten, we've got a couple of SEC, still no Big 12. So, still looking for a Big 12 ranking. Here's where we'll find it, at wide receiver. Now, from the stadium, I've got Jerry Judy ranked number one. I would probably have CeeDee Lamb ranked number one, but those two have been interchangeable for pretty much this entire draft process. So, uh, from the stadium has Jerry Judy one from Alabama, CeeDee Lamb at two out of Oklahoma, Henry Ruggs at number three out of Bama, and then at four and five, Jalen Rager and Denzel Mims out of TCU and Baylor. Now, uh, that's interesting. They've got Jalen Rager that high. Mims has been ahead of him in most spots. Uh, Denzel Mims was at 21 in the mock draft that Jack and I looked at on Friday. So, Again, there's some success for the Big 12 whenever we're talking about high-ranked players. This is what you want. You want highly-ranked players who are going to go high in the draft first, second round, that, that you can go into a high school uh, kid's house and, and tell them, or a, a recruit, and tell them, look, we can get you to the NFL. So three of the top five receivers in this draft out of the Big 12, of course, none of those out of Oklahoma State. That has largely to do with an ACL injury that was suffered uh, in practice in October last season. Tyler Wallace be really curious to see where he winds up on some of these lists uh, going into the next year's draft, assuming that this college football season is played and he has a chance to prove that he's fully healthy and is one of the best in the country. Um, Offensive tackle rankings. Let's see if any uh, Big 12 guys wind up in the top five of the offensive tackles. Tristan Wirfs, Iowa, boring. Jedrick Willis, Iowa, 
pardon me, not Iowa, Alabama, boring. Andrew Thomas, Georgia, boring. And then at four and five, we've got Mecky Becton from Louisville and Josh Jones from Houston. Again, no Big 12 guys in the offensive tackle rankings. Uh, again, Oklahoma has really been the only team that, that's really been churning out NFL offensive linemen. It, you, you're noticing a theme here. There's a reason. I understand this is locked on pokes, but we can we, we can call a spade a spade. There's a reason Oklahoma's won the conference year after year after year. Um, they've had more of this high-level talent than teams around the Big 12. And then interior offensive linemen, here we go, uh, Natane Mutai, Fresno State, Cesar Ruiz, Michigan, Nick Harris, Washington, Lloyd Cushenberry, LSU, Robert Hunt, Louisiana. That's the top five interior offensive line. No guys from the Big 12. So the only position on the offensive side of the ball where the Big 12 has a guy ranked in the top five is wide receiver, and the Big 12 has three of those guys ranked in the top five. I'm just letting you know, you don't win championships at the collegiate level with wide receivers. You, you, you just don't. You, you win it in the trenches. You win it with guys who can play defense. And yes, you need to score. But um, the, the Big 12 is going to have to do more to get some high-level talent in. And, and I really don't know what the, the easy solution is. Especially, I mean, we were talking about the offensive side of the ball. After the break, we're going to look at defense. And there's a couple of, uh, of Big 12 guys on here. I mean, I'm, I'm seeing a few. I, not enough, obviously. Not enough whenever you see that, you know, LSU's got a guy at every position. Now, of course, that's coming off one of the best seasons in the history of college football. Alabama's got guys all over the place. Iowa has got guys. You know, I mean, where, where's Iowa at, by the way? Not not geographically. I know where Iowa's at. I'm just wondering, like, where, where, where is Iowa coming up with all of this elite talent? I don't know. I'm going to take a break. I'm going to come back. We're going to talk about the defensive side of the ball as it relates to the Big 12. Later in the week on Wednesday, I'm going to have Dion Amade joining me. Last week, we were not able to talk. Uh, we ran out of time, really, to talk about Jim Knowles and his defensive scheme at Oklahoma State. So I want to talk to Dion uh, about that, what he thinks about what Jim Knowles does, some of the progress that he's made, the big blitz call he made last year against West Virginia. So I'll talk with Dion about all that on Wednesday. And then Jack Klein will join me on Friday. At that point, we will know how the first round of the NFL draft played out uh, and maybe have a little better idea uh, where we could see A.J. Green go, whether he's a, a middle round or late round guy in the NFL draft. So Dion will join me on Wednesday. Jack will join me on Friday as always. I'm going to take a break, come back on the other side. We're going to do the same thing on the defensive side of the ball. Stay with me here on Locked on Pokes, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back, everybody. Wrapping things up here on Locked on Pokes. Today is 420. You need to head up to Simply Green Pharmacy in Stillwater. Specials going all day. If you're in town, check them out. Simply Green Pharmacy, 617 East Red Bud Drive. You can also find them online at livesgf.com. And as always, tell them that Locked on Pokes sent you. All right, let's take a look at the defensive rankings uh, for the draft. Top five at each position. On the interior defensive line. Derek Brown from Auburn. Javon Kinlaw from South Carolina. SEC. SEC. Marlon Davidson uh, from Auburn. SEC. Ross Blacklock. TCU. Big 12. Yay! Big 12. Yeah. Go Big 12. Looky there. Ross Blacklock out of TCU on the interior defensive line and then Jordan Elliott from Mizzou. So four SEC and then the kid from TCU. What about edge rushers? Chase Young. Obvious, obviously, uh, got Kalevon Chason listed as an edge rusher here. He could be listed probably at a couple, couple different positions, uh, but he's obviously a highly touted prospect out of LSU. AJ 
Espinoza from, again, Iowa, uh, Julian Oquaro from Notre Dame, and then Yator Gross uh, Matos at number five. Inside linebacker rankings, so no Big 12 at the edge rusher position. Uh, some Big Ten love there. Uh, Notre Dame independent, obviously, uh, and then LSU. In there, per the usual, LSU is all over the place. Inside linebacker rankings, Isaiah Simmons at one. Isaiah Simmons is an absolute stud. Uh, whoever winds up with Isaiah Simmons, good for you. I, I think he's going to be one of those guys uh, that we watch play in the NFL for a decade and uh, just does it as a, as a, at a really high level. At number two, Patrick Queen out of, guess where, LSU. At number three, Kenneth Murray. And at four, Jordan Brooks out of OU and Texas Tech. So uh, the Big 12 actually... Doing a little bit better on the defensive side of the ball than maybe I would have thought. Uh, Willie Gay Jr. out of Mississippi State comes in at number five. What about at corner? Of course, we know Jeff Gladney will be on this list. Where will he fall in? We've got uh, Jeffrey Okuda out of Ohio State, Christian Fulton out of LSU, and then Jeff Gladney at number three out of TCU, and then four and five are C.J. Henderson and Jalen Johnson out of Florida and Utah. So the Big 12 gets another one in there. Uh, And then you look at the safety rankings, Alabama and LSU at one, two. No surprise there. Xavier McKinney and Grant Delpit, those guys guys can both really, really play. Uh, and then at numbers three and four and five, it's Antoine Winfield Jr., Kyle Duggar, Ashton Davey. None of those guys from the Big 12. So the Big 12 not littering a bunch of names in the player rankings. Um, so, you, you know, it, it's tougher to recruit when you're not putting as many guys in the league. And we've seen the numbers year after year. The Big 12 doesn't put as many guys in the league. And this is why, quite frankly, um, there, there's been one team that's been dominating the Big 12. And then when they get to the Big game, what happens? They get dominated. They, they had one special year where they competed with Georgia. Other than that, when they've gotten to the big stage, they've gotten dominated. It, it's The Big 12 is going to have to find a way, and, and I don't know what the magic potion is. I, I don't have the answer, but it, w- without accumulating high-level talent, I, I don't know how you compete with the LSU, Ohio State, Clemson, Alabamas of the world. I, I really don't. And, and, and even Georgia with the players that they've got coming in there, and that's not me trying to be negative Nancy that that's just me calling it how I see it which is the the teams that that I'm reading off right there that that have the most players in those player rankings those are the teams in the playoff those are the teams winning national titles so I, I don't know uh, again what the what the magic elixir is for the Big 12 uh, for Oklahoma State but it, it just seems like right now there are certain teams in college football that are competing at a little bit higher level than everyone else uh, it, it's not fun it's you know if you want to say it's not fair whatever you think is the case about collegiate athletics it is what it is so anyway I'm looking forward to the NFL draft on Thursday night don't know if you're tired of hearing me talk about it yet but we got a whole nother week uh, of NFL draft talk so uh, really looking forward to that but again on Wednesday we will talk with Dion about Jim Knowles defense his scheme uh, what Dion thinks. Obviously, he played defense at Oklahoma State, so he's seen some of the different schemes that have come through there, uh, what works, what doesn't work in the modern Big 12 Conference. And then on Friday, Jack and I will talk about the NFL draft, what took place on Thursday night, uh, and look ahead to the weekend, see where A.J. Green might wind up. So, glad everyone was with me. Hit me up on Twitter, at Colby J. Powell, at Locked on Pokes. Look for our partners, Boone Pickens State, on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, and head over to LockedOnPodcast.com. Listen to everything the Locked on podcast has 
uh, the Locked On Podcast Network has to offer throughout this week uh, as we barrel toward the NFL draft. Uh, also, if you're an NBA fan and you want to listen to uh, Locked On Bulls, I'm sure Locked On Bulls has a lot to talk about over the next five, six weeks uh, as the last dance premiered last night, and it was phenomenal. I cannot wait to see next week's uh, stuff with the bad boys. That's going to be good, good stuff. So thanks, everyone, for joining me. Enjoy your Monday. Thanks for listening to Locked On Pokes, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.